Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello, and I'm back, 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 back in Australia, back home, and I hope you enjoyed the last three podcasts. Little snippets, hope that was insightful. I've got back from being at the doTERRA Global Convention or as I like to call it, doTERRA Christmas, had an absolute ball, some amazing new products, some really exciting brand new essential oils to dive into, including guaiac wood and Spanish sage. But I'm going to taunt and tease you for another week. I'm going to cover them next week. Why? Well, because we've just rolled into a brand new month and we need to look at what's happening in the skies and then what gifts of nature we can actually lean into as well. Now, October is an interesting month. There's not too much happening. We've got our lunar cycle and just one major retrograde. Lots of planets going direct, and we'll talk about them as well. But there's a really strong theme showing to me this month. And it's one that I've actually been talking to a lot of people about. It just seems to be coming up in conversation. So obviously over the last three or so years, Because of the pandemic, we've had to kind of set our goals and our ambitions aside. Maybe we had a goal to go on a holiday or to, you know, promote something new and, you know, get a promotion, whatever these things may be. But because of the restrictions of the pandemic, we haven't been able to achieve these goals. So we just had to kind of settle and get comfortable with where we're at. But what I find is this kind of... um, hangover now of people have got used to just being comfortable and have forgotten to have their ambition or their drive or to want to do something different to push themselves to grow to expand this month astrologically really supports you in coming back into that what do you want to do are you comfortable just being comfortable or would you like to push yourself beyond your limits and maybe see what you're, what you're capable of, to make sure that you fill your life up to the absolute cup. I had a great chat with a friend last night in London, and he's one of these friends who is always, will never settle. He's always like, what else can I do? What else can I do? And, you know, has an exciting, fulfilling life because of that as well. So what can we expect in October? The first major astrological event will be on the 9th of October, and that will be our full moon. Now, our full moon this month will be in Aries. Aries is the sign of selfhood, of being concerned with oneself and putting oneself first. So this is a really great time to start thinking, what would I like to manifest in my life that benefits me? Now, many of us may think that we're doing this all the time anyway, but... This is a really interesting thing that because many of us are also very giving and loving and we do so much for other people in our work and all that, do we actually do what we want to do? And so this is kind of like the selfish full moon. And selfish obviously has a really um, you know negative connotation. But what the full moon in Aries is about is it's about filling your cup up first so that you are, you are at your best so that you can give your best to the world. So really, really important. So what are you depriving yourself of? 
How have you been neglecting yourself? What is something you want just for yourself, just because you want it, that you've been not allowing to come into your life? This is what the full moon in Aries is about. So being a fire sign, it's a really great time to maybe grab a candle, anoint that candle with some favorite essential oils. Um, One essential oil that works really well at this time that I'm going to be leaning into is coriander seed. Remember, each of the seed oils holds potentiality. So when you work with the seed oils, it's about awakening potentiality. And coriander is about awakening your potentiality, your potential, when you give yourself the best. It's kind of very much about being in integrity and being loyal to oneself. Really, really powerful. But you can anoint this candle in whatever oils you want. Coriander seeds is just my tip. And then you burn that candle each morning just for a few minutes and sit in front of it if you can as a reminder of, okay, this is my intention of what I wanted to birth into the full moon. And that period between the full moon and the new moon, the next new moon, which is called the waning moon, that is a time when we surrender the... The, the hope or like, oh, I hope that comes true and just relax and look for it unfolding in the universe and seize the opportunities as it comes. So that's what you want to start doing on the 9th. The crystal that I recommend for the full moon in Aries is angel aura quartz. Now this is clear quartz that's been put in a heated vacuum with silver and platinum and this creates this beautiful kind of clear crystal with this rainbow sheen like when you sometimes see um, petrol or um, fuel on, on pavement and it's got that kind of rainbow sheen. It's absolutely magical. And Angel Aura Quartz has this real peace invoking, beauty, magical, inspirational energy. So it really helps you to get excited about life, be inspired about life and be inspired about how you can dive out into the world and you know live life to the fullest. And that's what the full moon is about. So start manifesting the life you want to live, not the life someone else wants you to live or you feel you should be living. What do you yearn for? And that's what the full moon in Aries is. Now we come around to the 25th of October and we get to our new moon. Now this new moon's in Scorpio. Scorpio, of course, is the zodiac sign of the unknown, the unexplored, the, the ignored, the secrets, all that type of thing. So what we look at here is I love to, on a, when I work with Scorpio, I look at where's the fear? What's holding you back? Are you holding back doing something? Are you holding back saying something? Are you holding back um, exploring something? Whatever those are, we start to go, right, I'm going to start doing that a little bit more. So if you're looking at something where there's something you want to go in deep within and explore yourself and, you know, okay, why do I, why am I scared to do this? Why, when I get into a relationship or I start dating someone, do I do this? Why do I do this at work? Why does my sister still annoy me? All those different types of things. If you want to look at that, look for covalite to work with around this new moon. Covalite is this beautiful crystal. It's really interesting. It's copper sulfide. So it's copper, which is, you know, this beautiful orange and crystal of love and Venus and sulfur, which is very yellow and to do with, you know, the sun and exuberance. But when it combines, you get this dark, dark blue metallic crystal. And so it almost helps us to see that if we want to have the love and the joy, we have to face, we have to bring them together and we have to face our fears. Because you know, Let's just say, maybe you've been in a relationship before, but there's been some hesitancy. You're not too sure about it. If there is, you can't give your all. You're only giving 90 or 80 or even less percent of that. So what it 
what Cove Light helps you to do is dive into the depths and understand yourself and know. Because when you know something, when you appreciate it, then it can't have power over you. So maybe you do have a fear of something big, but then you go, okay, this is a fear, but now I'm choosing not to let that fear control me. And Cove Light will help you to do that as well. Now, when it comes to inner exploration, Cove Light's really good. So if you want to kind of do shadow work and shadow self work, there's, you know, lots of resources on the internet. If you Google it, um, there'll be people guiding you through different things that you can do. Now, if you're going to face a fear out there and you just want that strength, the crystal I would recommend then is Numite, spelled N-U-U-M-M-I-T-E. Found in Nuuk in Greenland, it's this black crystal with all these different long flecks of different rainbow colors in it. Really, really beautiful, really, really empowering, and really, really protective. So it gives you the courage. The animal that I pair with Numite is a bear, a big bear. And so you kind of feel, I've got this confidence and courage to get out there and do what I need to do. So it also protects you as you do that as well. You can also bring in on the new moon, juniper berry. And juniper berry is a great one. It's great to, I love to rub it on the soles of my feet at night. I love to pop a drop in water. It's really good for empaths to help them get rid of emotional energy they've been holding on to. But it's my favorite oil for fear. Letting go of what we're scared to tackle, what we're scared to confront. So having it in a diffuser, getting it in you, on you, around you, will support you around that new moon to go right. I'm going to start making some resolutions where I'm no longer going to allow fear to stop me from living the life I want to live. So we've already asked for what we want to live in the full moon, and now we can come into the new moon and go, right, let's strip that through to a next level and make sure that as I go to live the life I live, that there's nothing holding me back, that there's no fear getting in the way. And that's what the new moon would be really great for. So what is our major retrograde that's going to be happening this month? It's waiting till the end of the month, the second last day the 30th of October, and it is Mars retrograde. So let's have a look at Mars. So we know that Mars, it's named after the god of war, but I want you to kind of look a little bit deeper than that. It doesn't necessarily just have to be to do with battles. It's to do with progression, moving forward. Now, Jupiter is about expansion and ascension. Mars is about moving forward, looking towards the future, getting progress, all those things along your path in that way. Now, when the planet is traveling direct, when it's not in retrograde, we can draw on its energy and add vitality, passion, drive, and determination to our lives. You know, Mars is that planet that ignites desire within us, like an animalistic drive, and gives us the stamina to pursue what we're really yearning for. Um, It also awakens our sexuality, so it's a planet of sexuality, and nourishes our seductive side as well. Um, Now, when it's less harmonious, that's when it can cause us to be aggressive, impulsive, forceful, or combative in that way. Now, Mars goes into retrograde every two years or so for approximately two months, which compared to most of the other planets, that's actually quite less frequent. So the challenge you'll find around this time is getting things done, because if Mars helps us to progress and it takes its energy away when it's in retrograde, that's what's going to happen. So you may find people around you will start to become irritated because nothing is running smoothly. You may find people a bit more sensitive to disagreements, conflict and power dynamics may kind of come up a bit. People lack the ability to be assertive um, and scenarios that involve threats, bitching, passive aggressive behavior can all arise as well. 
Now, if the root cause of this is not dealt with, this can lead to full-scale blow-ups, especially once Mars goes direct again um, a couple of months later. So, Mars is ruled by Aries, which remember we had a full moon in Aries as well. Um, so, Aries, if you're in Aries or if you know some Aries, they can particularly be sensitive during this period of time. So, the other thing you'll find when Mars goes into retrograde is you start to lack this enthusiasm to progress. You may find that your energy levels become depleted um, and you just lack this vitality to initiate anything new, whether it be like a new project, a new love, an argument, or a lawsuit in this time. You may find it hard to speak up for yourself. Um, you may have a lack of self-confidence, a lack of drive, um, and other hindrances as well will stand in the way of your dream. So what do you do about this? How, you know, you may probably prefer actually others around you to do things for you, and but at the end, they're going to disappoint you as well. <laughs> so it all sounds a bit useless. So what is the lesson of Mars? Well, Mars evokes a passion within us and, and amplifies our drive. So if we don't have Mars assistance for a couple of months, what happens is you're going to feel unenthused about many things in life. But this is the chance to see, what am I still enthusiastic about? What am I drawn to? What is that drive within me? So Mars will point out, or a Mars retrograde will point out where you are pursuing things and putting energy and trying to progress in things you don't really care about in that type of way. So what you can start doing is, you know, look, you may be bearing a bit of anger or discouragement or hopelessness or cynicism or boredom or apathy and all those type of things. There could be some grief that you haven't dealt with as well. You know, you want to listen to your body. You want to slow down and just start to ask yourself, what do I actually want to do? What am I fired up to do? What am I enthusiastic to do in that way? So, you know, we say sometimes people like to break apart the word depressed and call it in need of deep rest. And Mars retrograde actually paints this kind of energy for us to relax and go, okay, what do I, what really inspires me? Am I putting energy places where I don't need to put it in that way? I hope that makes sense. Now, this is a really great time to lead into Red Jasper. Red Jasper is has a fiery, but also a gentle energy to it. So it works really well during a Mars retrograde. What I love about Red Jasper is it's one of my favorite crystals to lean into when we're looking at bringing more simplicity into our lives, simplifying our lives and cutting the extra. What you'll find is because things aren't motivating you, they're not, they're not in resonance with your soul. And so let that go. And Red Jasper, meditation with it, wearing it, carrying it will help you with that as well. You can also lean into cinnamon bark, which is an oil that is sacred to Mars. And this is one that helps us to, it warms our energy. It keeps us kind of inspired, but it's also about boundaries, about starting to say, okay, no, I'm not going to do that anymore because that actually doesn't inspire me. And I don't actually want to do that. So, you know, with cinnamon bark, I love a drop of doTERRA cinnamon bark in a glass of sparkling water. Great in a diffuser. You can cook with it. You can have it in a veggie cap. Um, you can use it as a massage or an, an anointing oil, but it is what's called a hot oil. So it's more likely to cause skin irritation. So you want to dilute it more than you would your other oils as well. But this combination of red jasper and cinnamon bark will really help to drive you along and keep you quite, um, I guess, grounded and in and um, enthused in only the things that you want to be enthusiastic about. So this is a really great opportunity for you in Mars Retrograde to work out what am I truly passionate about and what do I want to, you know, 
devote my energy to going forward. So when Mars goes direct in the new year, you're like, right, I'm not going to waste my energy anymore on these pointless things that bring me no joy. So do you kind of see how this month is nicely kind of packaged up to help you get back to who you are, what really drives you and what really inspires you and overcoming any fears or adversity that stops you from doing and living the life that you want to live to the fullest. It's time. The pandemic is falling away in the rear vision mirror. And so it's time now for you to get back to where you were before we had this little bit of an interruption. And astrologically, there's a really great support for you to do that this month. Now we're going to take a short break, then I want to come back and I want to talk to you about the four prominent astrological bodies that are going direct this month, because they will have a bit of an influence as well. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet, and we are looking at the astrological forecast for October. So we've looked at the lunar cycle, we've looked at the major retrograde, but there are four planets returning to a direct motion. So what does that mean? Well, a retrograde looks like they're going backwards in the sky, and a direct is when they're coming back into the direction they should be going, or it looks like that from the optical illusion. So when a planet goes into retrograde, Although it's in retrograde for a period of time, whether it be a few weeks or a few months, when it goes direct, it's going into retrograde and out of retrograde where the energy can be most um, noticed. So like our first one actually happens on the 2nd of October and that's when Mercury goes direct. So you may have found at, you know, about three weeks ago when Mercury went retrograde, that's when it was a little bit chaotic. And now you may find again, around the second, it'll be a little bit chaotic as well. So what we want to do, once planet's been in retrograde, we, we spend that time um, mulling over what we want, what we need, learning the lessons, doing our best and that type of thing. When it goes direct, we're like, right, lesson learnt. Let me now put that lesson into action. So let's look at the four lessons that we should have learnt and we can start to put into action over October. So as I said, the 2nd of October is when Mercury goes direct. And the question I have for you here is, where have you not been clear in your life? Because that may have been relevant or obvious, I should say, during the last three weeks. Because we had Mercury retrograde in Libra, you are finding it hard to make decisions, so you're kind of a bit foggy there. And you may have found while Mercury was retrograde in Virgo in the last part of the retrograde that you were kind of feeling a little bit annoyed by other people and frustrated and a bit kind of um, picky as well type of thing. So there may have been like this this irritation um, and an irritation is really great because when you feel irritated, it's showing you that something's not in alignment and you can either act out on that irritation and that can just cause problems. So don't do that. Or what you can do is you can actually... Um, feel into that irritation, go, what's making me feel irritated? How do I rectify that? And how do I grow? So ask yourself around the second, and if you like journaling, these are definitely some questions you want to write down. On the second, where am I not clear in my life? What will help you with this is blue sodalite. So this is an indigo crystal, a dark blue crystal, so it resonates with the third eye chakra. It grows in squares, so any crystal that grows in squares helps us to get our mind in order or our life in order. And blue sodalite is absolutely amazing for that. Combine that with some lemongrass around that time. And lemongrass, being like, if you look at the plant, it's like a blade or a sword. A sword of light is what I call lemongrass. Lemongrass will help you to cut through the rubbish, the fog, to get that clarity as well. 
when we're clear on what we want in life and what we want to say in life and how we want to act, our energy all aligns up. We're thinking the same as we're speaking, the same as we're acting, and we're clear with people around us. Things move a lot more smoothly, really, really clearly. So that's a great opportunity there. Our next direct is on the 5th. Now, this is an interesting one because Vesta is going direct. Do you remember Vesta? Vesta is uh, one of the major asteroids in the asteroid belt just beyond Mars. And she is the one who's about you know, being true to ourselves as well. So that real kind of not letting that flame go out. So there's a real kind of theme of your inner flame and your inner fire this month. The question I want to ask you as Vesta goes direct on the 5th of October is where have you been betraying yourself? So again, this lesson is going to keep on coming at you hard and fast. And this is perfect because Vesta goes direct on the 5th and then we have that full moon in Aries on the 9th. So you ask yourself around the 5th in preparation for the full moon, where have I been betraying myself? And on the 9th, like, right, this is what I'm going to do, universe, as you work with the full moon energy. Does that make sense? Bringing in red garnet here. Again, we've got that real fiery energy. Um, it's a base chakra oil being a red, sorry, a base chakra crystal being a red crystal. And it helps to fire up that enthusiasm and that passion as well. I would be working with coriander seed at this time as well, all the way through to the full moon. It's going to be a really great one. I do want to give you a little tip about coriander seed as well. Did you know that coriander seed is actually high in linalool, which you find in lavender, which helps you get a good night's sleep? So coriander seed, it may not be your favorite oil in the diffuser by itself, but you could rub it on the soles of your feet. And that would be quite powerful in helping you get a good night's sleep, but also working with this Vesta Direct and full moon in Aries energy as well. So consider that. So the question for Vesta, where have I been betraying myself? Right. We then move to the next direct, which is on the 22nd of October. This is Juno going direct. So one of the other four major asteroids sitting in the asteroid belt. Now, remember, Juno is the wife of Zeus or Jupiter. She was the loyal wife, the goddess of marriage and commitment and loyalty that even though Zeus was out cheating around, she never cheated on Zeus. But she did this from an empowered point of view. So do you remember when I talked about Juno going retrograde and I talked about the aspects of um, being the best partner you can be, especially when we get into that point scoring thing. So what happens normally when Juno goes retrograde, you and your romantic or your, you know, your marriage partner, your life partner, or whatever title you, you use that for that, it, the relationship can get tested. And the challenge that I always lay during this time is don't stoop to a point scoring match. Be like Juno and be the best partner you can be. Because if you've then given the best and been the best partner you can be, and the relationship is still not a harmonious one or good for you, now, after the 22nd, if that still feels the way for a few days after that, so by the end of October, then it might be best to, you either need to do something serious with your relationship, or it might be time to go looking elsewhere. What you can do is Juno, um, you can pull up your birth chart and you can actually, if you go to astro.com and you look up um, the Juno asteroid, so you can actually add that to where that actually is um, in your chart. So you just look up, you have to add asteroid number three, that's Juno's asteroid. And that will actually tell you what zodiac sign um, Juno is in. And then it kind of gives you an indication of what kind of partner would be really, really good for you um, going forward in your life. 
Isn't that cool? Working with Juno Retrograde and being true to yourself and bringing that Juno energy. Blue Sapphire is really good for being wise, for being loyal, for being committed. But not just committed to your partner, committed to yourself and you know, committed to the life you want and the partner that you want. And not giving up on that and not settling for something you know, second best. Blue Lotus is also a beautiful plant or flower that is sacred to Juno. And the essential oil of Blue Lotus is absolutely stunning for helping you to not worry about the good and the bad, but listen to your own inner guidance as well. So I would really lean into them to bring in that Juno energy around the 22nd of October. The final one will be on the 23rd. The following day, Saturn, our big Saturn planet, goes direct as well. Now remember, Saturn has its rings around it. It's very much about discipline and being in control of your life. And so what happens is when Saturn's been retrograde, um, where you are not totally, um, what's the word? Where you're not totally, where your discipline, your self-discipline has failed you. Remember, self-discipline is a form of self-love but you lovingly care for yourself and do what you know is best for you. Where have um, you, where do you lack commitment or discipline towards your goals will be coming up um, during Saturn retrograde. And now that Saturn's gone direct, you want to really put the pressure on yourself in a way to kind of go, right, I now need to up-level my commitment. I need to be a bit more powerful and a bit more strong a bit more engaged, all those different types of things, so that I actually start achieving what I want to achieve. Lean into petersite. Petersite is a beautiful crystal. It has reds and blues and golds in it, kind of chatoyant or shiny, like a tiger's eye. It has the energy of lightning, that power and that precision of lightning. Also bring in basil essential oil. Basil helps to put a scorpion in the mind, gives you real focus. It's good for exhaustion when we're spreading ourselves too thin and it helps you to focus. I love to get doTERRAs in a big jug of water, one drop of basil, one drop of spearmint and two drops of lemon and drink that throughout the day when I feel that I'm exhausted, especially when my adrenals feel like they've been overworked. Basil will support you on the physical level, but also on that metaphysical level to zone in and focus on different types of energy. Oh, forgive me if you heard buzzing as wondering what that buzzing was. My phone was on silent and I forgot to turn it off while I was recording. Anyway, there is our final direct that you um, need to know about. So we have that lunar cycle and we have Mars going retrograde and then we've got those four questions. So let me recap those four questions. Around the second, you might want to ask yourself, where am I not clear on my life? Where has that become obvious in the last few weeks? On the 5th of October, where have I been betraying myself to keep other people happy or for other people's expectations? On the 22nd, am I with the right partner? It's time to ask that hard question. And 23rd, where do I lack commitment to my goals or discipline to my goals? So I'll pop them in a bit of a summary in the show notes. Apart from that, that is your forecast for this month. I'll be back next week to talk about the new goodies gifted to the world from doTERRA and how you can work with them on a physical level, but also on a metaphysical level as well. This is Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey. Until next week, take care of yourself, take care of others, and take care of our beautiful planet. Thank you so much for joining me on The Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram 
as well as crystal connections with Adam Barillay on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.